I think that's one of our problems as dudes is we just don't like to ask for help. You know, we'd rather suffer in silence rather than actually risk because it is risky. That's I understand there's there's risk can kind of involved in that, but the fruit can change your life. Welcome to the Four No Men podcast. What's going on? My name is Ryan and I'm going to be your host today. Well, it's like I'm your host every episode of the Forno Men podcast. Today, we have somebody very special. His name is Clayton Whitson. And if you've heard my story in episode one, my son's name was Whitson. Why? After this guy, because he led me to Jesus in a deep, rich way. And today's episode is for those of you out there who are struggling to get connected with other people who are going to help you in your pregnancy loss journey. Clayton is a big advocate of community like I am. And so today, I want to spend some time talking community and connection with you. Hey man, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Hey, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'm I'm so happy to to be on here with you. I'm excited to talk about, you know, all the different things that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we're going to try and keep us on track some way shape or form. But you and I go way back. I don't know. It was as many 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 moons. Um we started our initial journey working together. And then became brothers in Christ. You come across people in your life that just matter. And they just, you just connect. And, you know, I grew up with a sister. I never really had a brother. You really were instrumental in my walk with the Lord before anything. Walk me through that situation in terms of how you and I connected and then what that looked like for you. Yeah, so... You know, as we just obviously you when you if you have ever worked at a startup, um, you know you just you spend a lot of time uh, with the people who are um, believing in a vision, and mm-hmm. those those are special kind of people in and all of, of themselves because uh, there's risk involved. This is not an established thing, and so there's a little bit of a crucible effect, right? Like you're pressed together, you spend a lot of time, you really have to rely on each other, um, mm-hmm. and so that. That, that really helped, I think, forge part of, you know, the relationships, especially the working side of the relationship. Um, and, it's, and of course, when you spend that much time together, you develop friendship. And I, I did have a unique background um, in the way of community. And so um, I was exposed to some really kind of deeper level relationships with a community of guys. And, um, uh, you know, when you're when you're in a community of guys, um, you want, uh, I wanted many guys to experience what I was experiencing, but it's a little weird. You can't just walk up to dudes and be like, Hey, you want to <laughs> join our community? Cause that, that sounds weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. So I weird. mean, this was like 10, 15 years ago, right? Like, right, like even right. more so now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many questions. So, oh, so um, many questions. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, but, uh, you know, Ryan was a quality guy. And as I got to know him, I just really appreciated some of his, who he was, uh, some of his character, some of his um, uh, interesting habits and and character bits. Uh, you know, I mean, we were both very young. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. This is pre-marriage. We lived some life. Yep. Yes, yes. Uh, we did. We can, t- there's uh, a whole podcast we could do on getting trucks stuck in deep, deep mud and... <laughs> And things that, yeah, yeah guys doing do. donuts with uh, golf carts in the middle of freshly paved concrete. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those yeah, things. Was, those types was, of things. That was a brilliant moment, by the way. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I appreciated you letting me lay the donut on the freshly paved concrete, but then the look on Clayton's face when it dawned on me that he's not going to help me clean it up did not go well for me. Like, that was like, 
I don't think my stomach's been that low in a while, you know. <laughs> it was actually a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, for yeah. you maybe. Yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so we started working together at this startup. Um, the startup actually went defunct. Um, you spent some time uh, hiking your face off. You did the Appalachian mm-hmm. Trail from start to finish. I uh, decided to do the same. I got a career doing some travel marketing and stuff like that. And then I remember I was at a place where I just wanted something a little bit more tangible out of life. And that's where our journey really took a turn and became, you know, really, really good brothers um, trying to figure out how to dedicate our lives to Jesus and figuring out what that community aspect looks like. Right. Right. So, you know, fast forward, goodness, I don't know. How long were we there? It seemed like an eternity that we were in the house together, you know, but right. <laughs> it's only because we were right. dealing with our garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And I think you need to explain the house because that's a kind of an important piece of it. So at some point, and I'm a little fuzzy on the, uh, the, the, on the, the details. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, as far or the timeline rather, uh, <laughs> as far as when it was, but at some point in the process, you know, I, I was living in a house. Uh, with I don't know four or five guys, and we were in um, we were in community and kind of what that means. Uh, we could do a whole podcast on what that means, but at the end of the day, this this sim- sim- simple kind of definition of it is like we wanted to be intentional in terms of growing emotionally, uh, physically uh, as men uh, and all the aspects of that. And so that meant, um, that we bring our stuff to the table, right? Mm -hmm. So if we got crap, we got things we're dealing with, whether it's anger Mm -hmm. or pride or, you know, inadequacies, inadequacies, insecurities, all the stuff, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing was left, uh, nothing was left hidden. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, so I can't, so it was really neat to be part of that community. And, uh, as Ryan, uh, I think, I don't remember the exact scenario, but he came to a point where he needed a place to live. And at this point, I, mm-hmm. I had known him for a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, so I talked to our, our guys and I said, hey, I think I've got a guy that would be good, you know, good fit. And uh, so so he got an invited in. And uh, yeah. so and that's when you really get to know, uh, <laughs> you know, somebody when they get invited in, we get just kind of we have kind of sort of a house meeting and everybody just kind of shares everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And um you know, and so really the formation of community uh, was very intentional. And I think to have really strong community, you've got to be intentional. Community doesn't mm. just happen on accident. Good friendship often doesn't happen mm. on accident. So you and I, we're, we're living together in community. Uh, eventually we learn how, and really I, I think your point where you can when you when you live in community with other people, specifically other believers that are wanting to encourage you and grow you, that comes at a little bit of a cost. Like it comes yep. at a cost of things like being comfortable and stuff yep. like that, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. what does that look what do you think like, you know, now you know, looking back at community, we're in a much different season of life. We're both married, we both have kids, that kind of stuff. When you go through a hard situation, what does it look like to rely on that community? Man, I think it's probably looks a little bit different for each each person, but I think it's got to start with a willingness to admit that something's wrong. Mm. And uh, you know, I think guys are notoriously have a hard time doing that because guys are wired to fix, and mm-hmm. um, we have a really 
uh, an aptitude to want to fix the things around us. Um, and oftentimes that probably is because there may be things that need fixed within us. Um, yeah, but it's a lot yeah. easier to fix. It's a lot easier to fix uh, what's on the outside rather than what's on the inside. And, you know, truth be right. told, I, I, I don't know that there's a single man on the planet that doesn't have some kind of uh, trauma, healing, uh, you know, uh, painful past elements mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that that needs to be processed through, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I think you know, so I think that's the first step. You know, is you got to you got to own up to your stuff. You got to own up to things feel off or weird, and it's hard for dudes because we. It's sometimes it's really hard to have to figure out the language. Mm -hmm. uh, to really express what's going on, right? Yeah, I you're talking like, like it's really hard to just say, like, <laughs> we're just not really good with our emotions, period, right? So now you're in a particularly difficult season, like, you know, obviously the, a lot of guys listening to this podcast are going through, you know, pregnancy loss and stuff like that. So w how do you encourage guys to figure out that first step, like the very first step of like, you owning you is what? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's, <clears throat> man, that's Boom. so hard. Drop, stumped I, you. I, there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it's, well, cause I'm thinking about guys who, you know, most guys probably are not in, in a kind of like intentional community. Like, you know, mm. most dudes, they got buds they hang out with. Right. But, mm -hmm. but nobody has actually like sat down. No dudes, are, you know, on their own typically are like with their buddies, like, Hey, let's define our relationship. Like nobody does that. Right. Like, Hey, I want us <laughs> right. to, I want you to hold me accountable. Yeah. You know, now maybe, yeah, maybe right. in some church circles, there might be. Well, yeah. Some or like, I, Hey, let's, let's talk about some deeply hard things together. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, right. That's yeah. not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's, what, let's watch the game together. That's more our, yeah. our speed. But, uh, yeah. but the problem without kind of having some intentional community. And it doesn't mean you got to sit around and like talk about your feelings all the time. That's not the point of intentional community. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the point of intentional community is like really having guys that, you know, um, you know, I, I, I liken it to who can, who in your phone context, can you call at two in the morning and they'll respond. Mm -hmm. And if you got mm -hmm. a flat tire, who's coming to help. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, cause that's a real physical thing. And most guys would be like, yeah, um, and that's where you start, right? It's like, Hey, you know, um, you know, that's the guy that you're going to say, Hey, I'm struggling with something or I've, 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 something feels off and I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure what it is, but I need to talk through it or whatever. So what does that look like? Let's say you're a guy, um, and you're, you're chatting with another dude who obviously has just lost a kid. They don't have good community. What would you recommend? How, how do you start that journey with somebody? Where do you, how, how do you recognize a good person to talk to? What are some of those qualities? Let's start there. Like, how do you recognize a person that would be a good person to potentially um, have deeper levels of intentional conversations with? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I mean, I think back to even when, you know, when we were, when we first met, it's like, who's, who's, who's doing life with you, right? Who's running with you? Who's, who doesn't mm -hmm. flake out? Who doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, who shows up? Like, that's probably the starting point, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when you're looking for somebody, you know, if you've experienced like a great trauma, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, like pregnancy loss, there's people are going to be there. 
the people around you are going to be, you know, or any trauma, it's people mm -hmm. often don't know what to do, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking for somebody, just look for who's there, who's showing up, right? Mm -hmm. And then grab them and just say, hey, man, mm -hmm. can I talk to you? Like, mm -hmm. you know, can I talk to you? Like five words. We can remember <laughs> that, right? Like right. That's, yeah. that's that opens the conversation because I think it, I mean, I think that's a level of seriousness. Uh, it, it, it kind of reveals Right. Like I want to talk to you about something serious because nobody mm -hmm. starts to con, you know, the call with, Hey man, mm -hmm. I need to talk to you. Like, that's like, right. th that's like the universal code of yeah. like, okay, something <laughs> intense is going to follow. Right. Yeah. You know, um, which is not necessarily bad though. I mean, no. to, I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's setting the stage to say, I, I need to have a serious conversation with you. I might be struggling with X, Y, Z. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't even know how to articulate this. All I know is that something's not right and I need help. I need a, a tangible person that I can look at face-to-face -face that is going to trust my best interest at heart and have a good conversation with me. You know, The thought that runs through my mind immediately is when you're looking for a, a potential person, You know, like you said, you said um, somebody that you feel like when you're scrolling through your phone at 2 a.m., they're going to answer. Or they're gonna at least reply, or they're gonna you're gonna get the do not disturb message. Or no, just kidding. But like, <laughs> like someone, like, like, but you feel comfortable reaching out to. It could be a a quote unquote father figure. It could be a brother figure. It could be a lot of different figures. But I think if you just pray about those things and say, God, I'm looking for someone in my life that you want me to connect with to help yep. me through this particularly hard thing. I think that that's a great place to start. But I also yep. encourage people to look at particular aspects of that individual that you're going to want to connect with. Uh, walk me through, like, what kind of person do you want to be in community with type stuff? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, cause that's, cause I mean, those are, there's, those are, these are what I'm trying to do is lead, lead guys to like particular traits that we're looking for. I don't really care about um, reaching out to a guy who's going to go, to a bar with me and take me drinking. That's not going to help. Right. Like in the next, yep. the next morning I'm the, uh, you know, I will have drank and we will have talked, but like, uh, I mean, maybe about Jesus things, probably not. Like that's all surfacey right. stuff. I need to, I need yep. to get to a deeper level with, with somebody. What does that look like? Yeah. So, so that's a great question. I think, um, so first of all, <clears throat> I've got so many things that just popped in my head. <laughs> um, Good. So, so let's the, hear them all. So, yeah. <laughs> so the thing I'm going to start with is, uh, you know, if you know, we're talking about Jesus things, and uh, you, you know, there's a premise that I think that that we, the church, are need to grow into, and I think we're trying, but I think we've been stunted. And that's in the area of discipleship, right? So we should have a mindset that we are being discipled by somebody in the ways of Jesus, and we are discipling somebody else who maybe don't, they don't know the ways of Jesus like we do. And every, this, this, if you are a believer, you're qualified to make disciples, right? And so we Absolutely. have, um, we have kind of put the American dream. Um, some people have called it the American gospel, <laughs> Uh, above this idea that we see all through scripture that we are to disciple one another, right? And so I think that you, uh, so in the context of what we're talking about is, you know, really processing some pain, you're looking for people who, you know, 
you're looking for somebody who's who's who has some um, some formation and foundation in their life, uh, maybe mm-hmm. as a believer, you know, like I said, I, or like you said, you know, going to the bar, you know, d- you know, that may be okay for a moment, but that's mm-hmm. not going to have lasting effects, right? Mm-hmm. There's a whole, um, in the discipleship process, right? It's sometimes we think about that like a Bible study, but discipleship is so much more than a Bible study. It's really, when yeah. you think, when you think Jesus discipled his 12 dudes, like they lived together. They knew each other's schedule, right? Like they knew what they were doing in the morning. They knew what they were doing in the afternoon. Like when when so and so is going off in the bush, like like mm-hmm. w- like everybody knows what they're eating. Everybody knows when somebody's sick. Like you are so close, um, you know each other's kind of tendencies and habits. And so, so I think when you're looking for um, you know somebody to really kind of unpack a little bit you know, pregnancy loss or trauma or struggles, you're looking for somebody who, who, um, one has been kind of down the path a little bit, so to speak. And, and maybe you haven't done life with them, like in a discipleship kind of way, but we need to kind of have that mentality, right? Like mm-hmm. if you, sometimes I think trauma, I, now let me be real clear. I don't think God causes trauma, but God mm-hmm. can use trauma to push us into relationship, mm-hmm. Right. And so, yep. um, so we can use these moments to look around. I think it's, a, I mean, it, it's a byproduct. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing of the, of the negative stuff. Right. Like, sure. Right. If you want to take it, I mean, it, like, I, that just came to me. Like, of course God wants to, he loves you that much that he wants people around you after traumatic events. Right. So yeah. why would he not use other people to help you? through that he have he himself is there right but why would he not share his love with through other relationships with people you know to help you process deep traumatic events or even even not deep traumatic events just day life which can be in <laughs> this day and age challenging right, <laughs> right. yeah for sure man <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so so i think that um, so i think that's a big thing when you're looking for somebody to talk to man just look for somebody who's who's stable Who's uh, mm. who's mature? Uh, who's not just going to say um, you know? And maybe that's one of your buddies, um, you know. And if you don't have a buddy that you feel like kind of fits that, um, you know, if you're hopefully you're connected to some you know local church where you can kind of like mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask around. And like I said, that's I think that's one of our problems as dudes is we just don't like to ask for help. You know, we'd yeah. rather suffer in silence rather than actually risk because it is risky. Because you, mm. you ask a dude, like, it's kind of weird. Hey, man, can I talk? I know you don't know me, but, you know, but I've seen you from afar and you look mature. Like, like, like that's, I understand there's, there's risk can kind of involved in that, but the fruit uh, mm. of that will ch- can change your life, right? Well, and, and so, the worst, I mean, and the worst thing that they could do is say, you know, th- I don't think they're going to say no. I don't think anybody that, like, if you put yourself out there, I mean, they'd have to be a real big jerk, frankly. <laughs> Because I don't think that they're going to say no. They're not going to say no. I think you're broken and that's I you're a terrible person. That's not how human nature is. Most people, if you walk up to them and say, hey, I've I've noticed you. There's something different about you. It looks like you have a great relationship and foundation with Jesus. Would you mind spending some time with me? Can I buy you lunch and can I explain where I'm at and can we have a conversation? 
what dude in their right mind that has even an inkling of who Jesus is in their life is going to say, no, dude. Uh, even if they're busy, they're going to say, it might take me some time. It might, it, it, yes, we could do that. Or, or worst case scenario, and I really believe that like the absolute worst case scenario in that situation is them saying, you know, man, I, I don't have the bandwidth to do that right now. That's right. not a personal attack on you. No, um, it's not. However... However, I think that this person might be a good person for you to talk to. I just don't think they're going to leave you hanging in those situations, you know? Yep. Um, yep. And, and frankly, I mean, that's what that's what we do is we, we help people understand that there are people out there that are dedicated to helping you have community and relationship and stuff like that to help you through this process, you know? Um, to me, when I look at community, some of the aspects that are really important – um, and you, you might, uh, you know, speak into this yourself, is that, like, I, I want somebody who has the same heart for Jesus, the same depth of connection with their spouse, and some fruitful things in their life that, like, are showing me that they've got at least, they're at least here in their journey, right? Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're here. If I'm here, they're well, you can't see this podcast, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if if they're if they're at one level and then you're you're you know five steps ahead, I want someone that's um, even if it's one step ahead. Or hey, you you have you know specific experience in this area. Can you help talk to me through this? That's a great place to start. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And again, I think <clears throat> you see that in scripture you see the you know the pauls you know discipling mm-hmm. the the timothys and 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 all of that and so it's not this idea like i said i i think the church and i'm talking big c church this is a broad brushstroke some churches are doing great many churches have you know um you know crisis groups and stuff like that um but also a lot don't you know and mm-hmm. so um you know so there's some areas especially maybe in rural communities and some smaller towns Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, you know, there, the idea of discipleship, um, can be a little tricky to find that person, but, um, but I think you're right when you're looking for somebody, you want that kind of that level of maturity, cause they're going to give you not just wisdom of the world, but hopefully they're pointing you back to the word and back to, mm-hmm. you know, some of the words of Jesus, cause there is great comfort. Uh, when you were talking about that, um, I, it reminded me of, you know, that scripture, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the reference, but it's set where it talked about, don't be unequally yoked. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it is important to find, uh, you know, uh, somebody who's new walking with Jesus, or if they're not walking with Jesus, they might have some good words. Right. But, um, but if you don't have some of that, you know, really that solid foundation and understanding of scripture, right. To help you really process what's going on. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think part of what helps us process uh, pregnancy loss or any trauma is you're trying to make sense of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have like a proper perspective, it's going to be, it's only going to become more muddled in that process mm-hmm. and more confusing and more discouraging. Well, and I think that, yeah, I mean, don't look for somebody to be in community with or a guy to have a conversation with that is going to be 100% exactly where you are. Obviously, if you've gone through pregnancy and infant loss, what's up? My name's Ryan. I'm here to help you, right? But right. but in our journey, I mean, I didn't turn to you for help and support during our loss because you had been through help, uh, because you and your wife have gone through loss. You guys haven't. Right. 
you know? And so right. that, that's a gift on your side, but, but the relational aspect is there between you and me where I can say, you know me, yeah. you know what's best for me, and I want you to help me in this situation. I, I need you to just listen. Right. Like, like I, I don't, I don't think people need to hear a lie or a a limitation of the person has to have specific, um, uh, opportunity to go through loss. However, there are resources obviously like what we do for people who have gone through it, but, but I don't think that that needs to be a limitating factor. Sure. Would you agree? Oh uh, yeah. A hundred percent because everything you go through, everything is unique to you right? Nobody mm-hmm. else is living your life. So it's going to be impossible. Even I, I, I would, uh, I would imagine somebody, two families going through pregnancy loss are still going to experience mm-hmm. that differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, yeah. So you're not going to find somebody to, you know, necessarily that's gone through your exact situation. And, um, so yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, but you know, in our case, you know, in our relationship, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, supporting somebody who's gone through that, you know, I would consider, you know, Ryan, we are, you know, I consider, uh, we are, we are at the place where we're discipling and encouraging each other. Right. Um, uh-huh. and you know, and so, and we do that in different ways. I learned from Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he learns anything from me or not, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, in, in our process, uh, you know, that was, it, it was, a little bit difficult for me because, you know, the Mm. first thing, you know, I don't have any like counseling training or like, you know, psychology background or, you know, as far as that. And, um, and I haven't gone through obviously what, what Ryan and Kelsey have went through. And so, yeah. So at first it's, it's shocking. And the temptation I think for guys is to just not say anything Mm. because, because you go through Mm. the, like, what do I say? What do I Mm. say to somebody? Right. And so, um, you know, so from the, some kind of, you know, so from a, a supporting role, um, it's really hard to kind of open that conversation. Um, you know, and the person that's hurting, I think is equally frustrated because what do they say? Right. Well, I mean, like, I'm, yeah. When you were saying that, I was like, I don't actually know that I wanted you to say anything. Right. You know, like there's, and frankly, man, there's nothing that you can say in those moments to make anything better. Right. So let's just get that on the table that if you're talking to somebody and and you're asking for them to support you, I mean, what are you actually asking them to do? And, and, And it could be a combination of listening. It could be a combination of just hanging out. It could be just a safe place to say, hey, my wife and I are not in a good spot right now. Can I, can I? I'm going to say in the business world, can I just bounce some ideas off you on, you know, but I know that your heart is for us to stay together. Right. Yep. Versus, versus like, Oh yeah, that sucks that she's being this way. No dude, she's, she and I are undergoing some traumatic problems right Right. now. And I need someone who's on our, our team to help me on that. I don't, I don't think that anybody really knows what the specific words to stay say are. Yep. You know, yeah, I, you know, as you were talking about that, I kind of had a picture came to my mind and it's almost like, you know, somebody going through like what you and Kelsey went through is to some degree in like uncharted waters, right? Well, mm-hmm. if you're in a For boat sure. on a lake, the boat can drift without you even knowing it's drifting. But if you have a friend who's on the land, the mm-hmm. friend can at least be a, a visual 
anchor to kind of mm-hmm. where I am in in perspective to where I who I was, who I am, and where I'm going. Right. Mm. And so the friend, you know, and they don't even have to say anything, like you said. Now, of course, conversation is good, but I think, like you said, mm-hmm. we need to get that off of the table. Like, yeah, nobody's going to know what to say. There's nothing you can say. So let's mm-hmm. just be present. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just checking in, uh, you mm-hmm. know, those kinds of things, because the friend is going to make observations about the person going through what they're going through that the person who's out the lake drifting around may not see. Right. Mm. And so you can make mm-hmm. some kind observations and say, Hey, you look like, you know, it seems like you're a little short today, or it seems like you are, um, you know, uh, you know, whatever. And yeah, it's funny you said it. short. Cause it was like, I was like, what was some of those things being to me? I think it was like having guys in my life to say, Hey, um, the way that you're snapping back at your daughter right now means that there's probably something you're dealing with something, right? Like that's not who you yep. are as a dad. I know right. that you're in pain right now, but Hey, let's keep this in check. I remember a situation. I was on a lake with some friends and, um, this was after we had lost Lennox and we, we were on a boat and, Kennedy was young and we were all swimming and I was like snapping at her, man. And it was just, my grace was non-existent. (laughs) And my friend was like, Hey, that didn't go well for you. And and it made me uncomfortable. Right. But that's what I, what I appreciated about that. And I've, I've appreciated that about our relationship was for him to say, Hey, I I know the guy you want to be and that's not it. And so, that's right. Don't don't do that. <laughs> right. You know, well, and you're like, like I don't know how to do, how to not do that. And you're like, well, right. well clearly well, you're it, you go go pray about that. Go spend some time with No, but I mean that's what it is, right? Yep. yep. Using that as an opportunity to say, "Hey, that's not who I know who you want to be and that's not it. I'm not going right. to solve the problem, but right. you should go spend some time maybe thinking about that." Yep praying yeah. about it. Well, and I yeah. think that speaks to the kind of person that you want, you know, <laughs> trauma or not, that's the kind of person you yeah. want in your life, right? Yeah. Um, it's just somebody who kind of knows who your your heart, your character, and and can call you out in a loving mm-hmm. way and be like, um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's exactly how you want to handle that. Because the answer is like, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be in a loving way. Sometimes it's just like, <laughs> hey, bro, <laughs> just don't, you're being a doofus right now. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> right, right. You're like, uh, it's it's like somebody's shaking you, right? And like, hey, snap out of it, you know, like yep. that's yep. that's not right, you know. But I think that having that level of commitment and community around you is incredibly important when you're going through deeply yeah. hard times and seasons. And if you yep. don't have that in the like right now, if you're going through that situation, I think go back to the beginning, and it's like, how can I recognize somebody? to have those intentional conversations with. It could be a father figure. It could be your own father. However, um, I I always want to know, like, I I appreciate going through life with men my own age because it's kind of like we're wrestling through the same things. I I have mentors and I have older gentlemen that pour into me and stuff like that. But but from a community aspect, having somebody in my life that is relatively in the same age, same life season is really important to me because it's, Hey, I don't, you know, like, like for you, you guys hadn't gone through loss, but you know who I am and you know what we're about and we can still kind of figure that out together, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah. Cause I think part of the conversation, I mean, 
I mean, that's what friendships are, right? Like if you're not mm-hmm. kind of figuring out life together, like what do you, who, why are you hanging out with these people? <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's good. Um, you have yeah. to think about that, but you need friends that challenge you. You need community mm-hmm. to, to kind of challenge you. Cause it's, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this episode I am putting together a guide and it's going to be for, predominantly on like uh we've talked a lot about how to get into uh, why community is important but the guide is going to be more like how to build community and what to look for specifically because i think that's a great place to start so if you want to go to the show notes i'll have a link there for you to download the guide and clayton i appreciate you spending time and sharing your life with me obviously all these years but i appreciate you being on the podcast with me and um yeah. Anything else that you want to add, particularly pertaining to community for those listening? Yeah, no, I think this is a, this is a great start, you know, and I think, um, yeah, you know, listening to this podcast is a good start. If you're looking for community, don't get discouraged. Sometimes it does take a little bit of time to kind of really develop, uh, what you want, what you're looking for, uh, you know, to the degree that you want, because everybody's at a different place. Right. And so, and sometimes it just takes a little time to find the right guys to, to, to do that with. So, um, but you just got to stay at it, pray, ask God to send those people to you and, uh, you know, just be, be aware, be intentional. Yeah. So if you want to be intentional, the four no men community is here for you. You can join that by texting the number four and men four M E N to seven one nine six two six eight four eight six. You can always send me an email or drop me a DM on Instagram at four known men or if you want to join our next men's digital support group it's the third wednesday of every month we try to set that time aside it's at 6 30 mountain time and we uh it's free you just have to go to four known men four known ministries <laughs> sorry four known ministries.org and uh, connect that way hey i hope that this episode has blessed you this is actually just part one i've recorded another episode with my friend clayton we talk about some great stuff. So I hope you come back. Make sure you hit the subscribe. So anytime a new episode is released, you get it right then and there. Hey, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Hope you have a blessed day. We'll talk soon. See ya. You've been listening to the Foreknown Men podcast. When you go through a pregnancy loss, the pain can be overwhelming and you may not know where to turn for support. At Foreknown Ministries, we guide men and women to process grief through encouragement, community, and ultimately the hope that Jesus has for their future. If that's you, message us through Foreknown Men on Instagram or text 4MEN, that's the number 4, and MEN to 719-626-8486. You can also go to foreknownministries.org to get help now. And if you've enjoyed this episode and think it would help someone out, please share it. When you subscribe to the Foreknown Men podcast, we will send you more episodes as we release them. As with all podcasts, when you rate us or send us a review, it helps us get better and connect with more people that need to hear about the love of Jesus in pregnancy loss. Thank you for listening. We know Jesus wants to meet with you in your pain. Turn to him and we promise you'll find everlasting hope. God bless.